America in chaos. The World Health Organization is at it again. And ah, it's just a few monkeys making off with the coronavirus. All that and more coming up right now on the BS Podcast. You're listening to the BS Podcast, where we cover all of the bullshit in the news and more. Now, welcome your hosts, Dave and Zach. Hello and welcome to the BS Podcast, where we talk the absurd, the ridiculous, and yes, the bullshit. I am Dave, and joining me is my partner and fellow connoisseur in bullshit, Mr. Zach. <laughs> Zach, how are you today, buddy? Good, man. How are you been, Dave? I am great. You know, I took a few days off, uh, and so it was, uh, sure. it was my anniversary, and uh, just kind of took, I took, I, I almost never take off time, so it felt very, actually today's my first day back, and it does feel a little yeah. bit strange, although I'm not exactly in, you know, coming back to the office. Yeah, yeah. To my house. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, uh, jealous of you, man. You, you fucker, you got out and went to the beach, went to a restaurant indoors. You went to a restaurant indoors. I know. So we've been talking about all of that stuff, right? I was, oh, yeah. I was saying, oh, I'm a little scared. I don't think I want to go to a restaurant inside. <laughs> <laughs> but it was our uh, it was our anniversary. It was it was this past Saturday, and uh, and uh, yeah. So we were talking like, you know, we we didn't want to we didn't want to do dinner because what they got going on here is uh they've moved up from twenty five percent capacity to fifty percent capacity capacity. But you know, Saturday night, you know, oh, yeah. uh, good luck. <laughs> fighting Saturday night post like coronavirus opening is exactly be, you know. yeah. And I don't, again, uh, down here, I mean, we're essentially open. I mean, you see, yeah. there was a nice period where you could go anywhere and run, run get all the green lights, not face any traffic or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, but now it's it's back. Everyone's out. So yeah. I was worried about, you know, going to dinner. So we just did a lunch. It was nice. Yeah. And it, it was, it's been like blazing. It's been like 90 plus degrees here. So yeah. one inside. Had myself some ahi tuna. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> today is the first day in Baltimore that's like full-blown summer. It's like over 90 today, so Ugh, we're feeling it. Is, it. Uh, <laughs> Certainly not as much as you, but. Uh, no, it, it's, it's, it becomes hell on earth here it, where it's, you know, 90. Every day is 90 degrees. Uh, but, uh, but also, not, in addition to the restaurant, that's right. I went to the beach. The wife and I, we brought the dog. There's a great dog, uh, dog beach here at the end of uh, Pinellas County, right yeah. on Tampa Bay. And uh, it was a beautiful day. We were there for three hours, tired out the dog, got some sun. Oh, we're getting a great farmer's tan, by the way. Nice. <laughs> Already. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was great. Yeah, no, uh, no bullshit in my life. I enjoyed yeah. my time off. Um, and I'm so glad to be back here. Working. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, buddy? What's going on with your life? You, uh, you know, I think the only bullshit is that I didn't have uh, four or five days off to go, you know, hang out at the beach. That's that's my bullshit, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, I I don't know, not to compare here, but I think I'd only taken like two days off so far for the year. And uh, yeah. well, like, yeah, yeah, get a little time. I also kind of, I like take it. We got married around Memorial Day, which is, really wasn't that smart because when you want to go on vacation, everything's packed. Yeah. Uh, but I want to take, if I take days off strategically, we always have that Monday off and just pass that as our anniversary. So mm -hmm. I can kind of, yeah. kind of really take advantage of it. <laughs> so, well, you earned it, Dave. I did. All right, Zach. So we always cover the absurd, the bullshit, the ridiculous, all that. That yeah, is our do. BS is our namesake. Uh, but, uh, you know, we always we try to have a laugh, a lighthearted take on the things that are going on. But there are certain times when uh, 
when the world is gets very very serious and a little bit scary and yeah. uh you know over the, certainly over the last few days it just seems like you know the the, the world is on fire and the, the country is breaking apart and all that uh it has been a real real crazy time hasn't it oh yeah it has dave that's what happens when you when you take a vacation <laughs> the, the world goes on fire and fucking falls apart man <laughs> so you never take another day off uh, yeah um no all joking aside it has been a scary time uh in the country for a lot of people and um you know it does make you scared for the future of this country at some point you know yeah is there i mean are are our differences so great that uh they are essentially irreparable and are we are we starting down a path of another civil war or something like that it does seem like and we're gonna we're gonna try to walk this tightrope here, uh, yeah. just to say you know as maybe from a you know maybe that sort of a three thousand foot view kind of a thing of an overview, just you know looking at the stuff that's going on uh, here in our country. This yeah, like a God, lot of angry people. God's uh, point of view of the country right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> burn burn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God's looking down on us right now, saying like, "Holy shit, we need another tidal wave like uh, Noah." <laughs> oh goodness! Start building the ark. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, man, it is, uh, it's difficult to watch everything going on on around uh, the internet. And I think the internet can be an awful fucking place sometimes because you are only seeing like the microscopic view of the worst of the worst. Right. You know what I mean? We see the worst of the police brutality. We see the worst of the uh, people that are looting and rioting. It's very difficult to see the peaceful protesters and the cops that are being respectful of that. Just yeah, there's, there's, there's bullshit. I think it, it, it's still, a, this is still a bullshit story because you can't, there's always some, some jackass, right? Yeah. Someone, there's, or, or many of them, you know, we, we, we sort of, we're losing what the whole, what the point of all this is. And this is of course the, the killing of George, George Floyd uh, in, uh, in Minneapolis. And uh, there was a story update on this, by the way. Um, I don't think this was the case until uh, just recently, the Minnesota, Minnesota attorney uh, general, Minnesota attorney. Wow. Minnesota. Let me start that fucking again. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison uh, is increasing the charges against former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. He's the one we all saw in the video who had his uh, his knee on the neck of George Floyd uh, to second degree murder uh, and also charging the other three officers involved in the incident, which is a change because as far as I know, as we woke up this morning, the other three weren't charged with anything. Um, so now didn't we see that now second degree murder for, for, for Derek and for Derek Colvin and uh, the other three getting charged in, in the death. And of course, this is what sparked all of the, all of the protests uh, yeah. in, in Minneapolis, which then, as I was saying, then the assholes came out to take advantage uh, and started looting, rioting, burning. Uh, it just became a nightmare. And I believe, I think it was the Minnesota Public Health Department that referred to this in a tweet as urban warfare. <laughs> That I don't I don't think that that term is any short of accurate. You know, I mean, some people that are protesting are considering like this to be like an act of war almost. Right. Right. I don't want to speak for people. I'm, I don't mean that liter in a literal sense. You know, I've never heard anyone say that. But for what it seems to me, like this, the the George Floyd murder was the spark that should have started a long time ago. Right. This this flame has been building for a long time, but I think this is going to set it into overdrive with what people. People's frustration and people's anger with uh, the bad eggs on the police force. Right. Um, 
it's just grown to a point and it hasn't been fixed, right? And I don't know how you fix that. I don't, I don't know what the answer is to that. No, um, I don't, I don't. I mean, but is, is there any solace in the fact that the, 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 the main cop who did this is charged with second degree murder and the other cops are charged with something? I mean, I, I don't know what, uh, I don't know. How do you, in other words, how do you prevent something bad from happening? Yeah, I don't have, so I, I don't have actual data on this, so I probably shouldn't speak about it, but I will. Um, <laughs> when, okay. when the cops got arrested and indicted, I can remember like finding out the news, like, you know, I got the breaking news thing on my phone, yeah. officers charged, um, whatever. Right. And I can remember like talking to my wife saying that was quick. I feel like that happened a lot quicker than it did in other instances. Mm -hmm. So maybe this is kind of like the start of the change, like recognizing kind of like this brutality by some of these officers. Well, I, don't I would think, hope so. I don't think anyone watching that video can say he had any right to, to do what that officer did. I, I don't think right? so either. I, I think it's a, there's a, it's a small minority. I, I think, I think most people generally, you know, you don't want to, the man was apparently committing a crime. I believe uh, trying to buy things with, with counterfeit bills, I believe is what they got him for. They, they said that he was accused of buying something with a counterfeit $20 bill. Yeah. And so, okay. I don't, don't know if that's true or not, um, but, but the circumstances he wasn't, in other words, uh, Okay, let's just let's just assume he was doing that, right? But the point is, I think, is the point a lot of people have been making is that he wasn't doing anything violent, uh, and it doesn't. No, it, it, in no way should this man uh, end have his life ended for uh, for being uh, while being arrested is is the point. And I, I mean, that's that's it, and that that needs that that should not happen to anyone. Uh, it, it happens a lot. Uh, and, you know, we hear about these stories here, you know, every once in a while, but it's not that uncommon. I mean, I see some, I see them locally here. It's, I mean, you know, white, black, whatever, if you're getting arrested, you should not be killed unless you are, you have a weapon and you're threatening the police directly. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's it. I mean, that should be bottom line stuff. Yeah. I've heard some arguments from some people that have said George Floyd was a, a big muscular man and that they said he could have injured the officers there i don't care how big he is from all the video footage and all the evidence you've seen he was being completely peaceful right he fell on the ground they didn't from what i saw you can't tell what happened to him when he got from standing up on the ground because they right. were outside of surveillance footage uh in the car the one camera you could see the police car was blocking what you could see you could just see him first you saw him standing up then you saw him laying on the ground how he got on the ground no i don't know uh, maybe there's footage out there that shows it um, or there's a, a witness testimony, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, and, you know, it's heartbreaking. You see the guy, the thing that pissed me off that was frustrating to me was he said, I can't breathe. Get, you know, get your knee off my neck, basically. I can't breathe. And the cop just kept saying, then you need to get in the car. How can he get in the fucking car if you're kneeling on this, on, on, on his neck? You know what I mean? Right. He kept saying, get in the car. He never gave him a chance to get to stand up and get in the car. That's what I don't understand about the whole situation and the cops' uh, actions. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't seem excusable uh, by any means. And and this, you know, this incident, this, you know, a couple of bad cops, you know, being a little too rough with a guy. And it's, you know, so what if he's a big guy? Or I've even heard things that he he had a heart condition or something, or his physical, yeah, it made him susceptible or something. But okay, whatever. I mean, you you can't just kill the guy. Yeah. So, that that's going i mean these guys are getting prosecuted and i i, I mean we don't know what's going to happen it's got to work its way through the courts meanwhile the the protests uh, they seem like 
I mean, are they abating? It doesn't seem like it. Now we're seeing them spread to Europe. They spread over, uh, you know, many U.S. cities. But the real problem, Zach, is what appears to be organized violence, organized looting. Uh, just I saw a video out of New York City where these where these car where it was like it was it was completely organized. They'd roll up in these cars and they and they go and they already have like the the goods stacked on a on a on the sidewalk they grab i mean this is like organized crime it's craziness and then people who are trying to defend their businesses uh there was that i'm sure you probably saw this that 70 77 year old uh former uh, police chief was there defending his his friend's business and he got shot shot dead on the street yeah it's difficult i think it, it it's difficult the most seeing the family-owned businesses get destroyed it's sad right i'm not going to sit there i'm not going to get into the argument of if the looting and the uh rioting is 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 necessary it seems from first glance when you look at it and you think from just anybody like yeah they don't need to ride or loot i'm not an african-american i'm not black i i don't know the struggle or the pain that that community feels right right but when you look at the family-owned businesses like i i think the rioting and the looting I'm not saying it's right by any means, but when you see them going after like these gigantic corporations like Target, Target will be fine, right? Even if I don't understand why they're looting at the end of the day, tar Target will be fine, right? They got enough money to fix it. But what was really painful is to see the small family-owned businesses. There was a story of the one guy, I think out of, um, it was either, I think it was Minneapolis, um, but he like spent his own, his whole life savings on a sports bar. And he was a black, he was a black man, spent his entire life savings on and it got just completely destroyed. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. It's target, right? I mean, they're, they're going to be okay. Right. And you, you've seen this argument. I certainly saw it all over Twitter. It was, Don't worry. These, they've all got insurance. It's, it's insured. Uh, and that's okay. But you know, maybe your mom and pop doesn't have all that insurance that a target has. Um, or maybe there's some exception, some exemption in their policy about something like an act of God riot kind of a thing. And they could, these people can have their entire livelihoods destroyed. Not to mention, well, so what if you have the insurance? Is that okay? like, you can get your, your house, house has insurance too. Should people just go burn your house down and go, ah, well, it's insured. What are you worried about? Yeah. Yeah, and I've seen that too. I'm not an insurance salesman, but it seems to me that not everyone is going to have that level of insurance right. quality as the target does. Yeah, you know, or, or uh, and exactly, yeah. Businesses, people that are struggling to make ends meet, and they yeah. may not have the policy, and you know, because and then what? Then all these people roll up and destroy their business, and mm -hmm. then now what? They're bankrupt. Yeah. So, uh, just crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy. Now we do have a. Uh, a real, real BS item that you found, Zach, that I hadn't seen is because uh, uh, there, there are actually are people who are trying to be peaceful, and there are people out there who, are, who there are there are some, and it's mostly it's mostly good people, mostly good apples, not not the bad apples. The bad apples are what are is what makes everyone crazy, and what essentially, in my opinion, is going to prevent the change that a lot of people want to see happen because uh, Americans do not want to see their cities burn. Just period yeah it, it doesn't matter what the what the argument is you know would you agree with that yeah i and i think every well, everyone can agree that they don't no one wants to see their their city on fire yeah. I, I don't you know just in the same way no one wants to see members of their community killed by police officers right exactly um, so but, it, it, good so here's the thing that that pisses me off about this whole situation where i think the real bullshit is coming from okay is that 
a lot of these cops are on the defensive, right? You have all the bad apples yeah. that are abusing their power, murdering people, and you know, just being a complete asshole, right? But then you have uh, the rioters who are, you know, smashing windows, setting fires, right? So it's like you get the peaceful protesters and then you have the peaceful cops, right? That are just trying to do their job. The cops trying to do their job. Protesters are trying to exercise their First Amendment right. But now you have these cops that are on the defense, right? And I, I don't know if that's their excuse or not, but there's, there's times where you see people just being completely peaceful, exercising their First Amendment right, whether yeah. that is the freedom of press, all right, or freedom of, of speech, and just completely getting either arrested, assaulted, uh, you know, whatever that may be for just being an American citizen at this point. Yeah, I think I think defensive is a, is a good word. And then it turns offensive because if you the, the chronology of this did not start with police violence. Yeah, the chronology of this started with peaceful protest. And then uh, basically there seems to be two different bad actors. There's the there's the looters. And something this has now become organized, as we were talking about earlier. And you can find all these, you can find these videos uh, all over the place of how this is actually methodical now. It's not even it was certainly random, but now they're they're like, okay, well, no one's stopping us for three days. Let's 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 yeah. let's get serious. Purge, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so there's that, and then there's this other group, and it's it's not really clear what is that, who these people are. Although some of these people are have been arrested, um, they're basically chaos anarchists. You know, these kinds of people that just want to take advantage. They want to see. We're talking about earlier about you know uh, a business burning, and don't worry, it's insured. Well, you, and you're hearing that from I think this mentality, which is. I don't care. Burn it. And then if you follow that, it's insured all the way down the line. You go, well, where does it stop? Because I mentioned, well, what about yeah. your house? I don't know. It seems like they want to watch, you know, from, from Batman, want to watch the whole world burn. There's that group out there. <laughs> yeah, pulling a Heath Ledger. Yeah. Uh, so, it, so but, but to your point now, okay, so the cops are now walking into that because I think the response, honestly, was, a bit, was delayed. And now they're, like, compensating, which okay. then – uh, the casualty of that, because it doesn't seem like they're catching all that many criminals. What they're really doing is just cracking down on the people that appear to be standing peacefully and uh, not want to be causing trouble. So it's almost like it's so weird, right? This whole thing where you're they're cracking down on the regular folk, uh, and now and and while chaos reigns in the streets, which if you want to even tie that back to because. Even the coronavirus thing. I know I'm just rambling here, but you know who who were they? There was a video out of New York City that I saw, and, I, and I'll hand it over to you. Is uh, it was during the day, people outside in the parks uh, or on the streets getting pushed off by the cops. These weren't protesters; these were just people out because they're violating the lockdown order, right? But then at night, <laughs> the streets are filled with people, and chaos reigns, and mass looting, and all this other stuff going on along with the protesters. So it's it's like the regular person sort of gets screwed again while uh, you know there's anarchy in the streets. Yeah, it, yeah, it's almost like they're using it as a deterrent. Almost, you know, they're getting to the place where they're trying to deter violent behavior before it even even happens. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that's starting to get to the point of like, like think about our how our whole justice system is based innocent into until proven guilty. But like, as we've seen in many years with everything that happened with George Floyd, with everything that's happened with the protests, it seems like it's starting to get the opposite. It seems like we're getting guilt, guilty until proven innocent. Right. There's right. this there's a video where um, that there's a man that's peacefully protesting. And I, when I say peaceful, it's, it's like as peaceful as you get. He's he's with a group of people. They're all on their knees. They're not 
they're not being violent. They're not protesting hate. They're not, uh, they're not saying they want to kill cops. They're not saying they want to hurt anybody. Yeah. They're not saying anything. He, I think actually he's saying, I love you. Like, I think that's what the guy's saying. You know, he's being the, a very, you know, loving human being. And then you see a cop come through, grab him and pull him away from the protest line and take him away. I assume to be booked and charged. Okay. Do we want to bring this thing up and show everybody? I cry at night because I feel your pain. I feel the pain. I feel the pain of black people. I feel the pain of white people. I feel the pain of innocent cops. I feel the pain. We're all scared. Black, white, cop doesn't matter. We're all scared. We're living in fear. You gotta stop living in fear. I am not your enemy. You are not my enemy. We have to share this land no matter what. By the end of the day, we have to share this land no matter what. I'm here for you. I'm here with you. I'm not angry at none of you. I love all of y'all. I don't care if you're 5'2". I don't care if you're a seven-footer. I don't care if you're dark skin. I don't care if you're light skin. I don't care if you're white. Mask or not, you are or not. You are my family and I love you and I respect you. And I want to understand y'all. I want to understand all of you. I want to. I deeply want to understand you. I would love to come to your house. I would love to meet your kids. I would love to meet your family. I would love to see the best side of everybody here. This is not the best side of everybody here. I would love to see the best side of everybody here. Then you can change the whole perspective of how you do someone. Because of their size. Because of how you see them in different lights. Someone might have a bad day and you say they're a bad person. No, no, no. We all got bad days. We all got bad days. We gotta stop judging people only on our bad days. Because we all have them to some degree. How are you on your good day? Do you want to make a stand? Do you want to make a change? Because if we charge you and you charge us, what is that really doing? What is that really doing? Come on, what are you doing? What are you doing? Fuck you! Fuck you! What the fuck are you Are you fucking kidding me? For what? For what? Freedom of speech! No! All right, so we got a guy here who's who's there in a protest and says, you know, I we're all in fear. I feel your pain, black, white, all that. It's a uh, it's an emotional plea, and they <laughs> they break ranks and grab him. And yeah, <laughs> I just don't understand the point. You know what 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 was he doing that was so wrong? You know, and and that that event that actual action ended up turning the crowd to get angry at that point, right? Yeah, the whole uh, crowd was just sitting there with their hands on his back, like letting him be emotional, letting him speak, and that's when. That's when people started to get angry. You know what I mean? Um, this is one of those instances where I don't know how you can defend that guy getting arrested. You know? No, so and I think to your point, because I, I watched the, I watched this, my first reaction was, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? So I, try, I tried to find out some more information about it. There's a story. This comes from uh, Charleston, South Carolina. A uh, story from the Post and Courier. They, they tracked down, he's a 23-year-old a uh, Charleston resident who said he spent the night in jail charged with disobeying a lawful order. Uh, and then it says it was a group of about 60 there. Uh, and there's a quote here from the Charleston police chief who says uh, he defended the officer's action, talking, saying that the two minute video doesn't uh, encapsulate the full picture. And, but he says, and here's really what this sort of explains, I okay. think 
what happened here? He says, we specifically asked for them numerous times to disperse. He says, uh, we said, if you don't, you, if, if you don't, you will be arrested. Um, so what I think happened, Zach, is they told them to disperse. Uh, the crowd wouldn't disperse, but they, they, they were peaceful. They were just, you know, we're, we're sitting mm-hmm. down. And they basically grabbed the loudest guy. I yeah. think that's essentially what it, it seemed like he was like the ringleader. And they were like, okay, you know, kind of like how the whole thing, if you chop the thing off the head, the re- everything else falls away. Right. That's probably what they were doing. My question is like, why were they being ordered to disperse in the first place? Right. Yeah. We don't, it we don't looked like they were in a, it looked like they were in a public park. It looked like they were being peaceful. Yeah. I like a baseball field. Yeah. Yeah. I know that there's two sides to every story. So I don't want, I, I understand that. Yeah. I'm just saying from this particular video, it looks like they were on public property. Right. It looks like it's in daylight. So it's not like they're breaking curfew. No, they're not being violent. They're not being angry with one another. You know, um, this is one of the, this is one of the groups that you, you think should be allowed to stay. Exactly. Exactly. There, you know, um, there, there's another video I want to bring up real quick that I can play. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's one of those instances that it's at first glance, it's kind of like, what, what did this guy do to deserve this? But there's kind of like another way to look at it. So let's just let's just let's just watch this real quick. Essentially, these police you see right here and they're advancing again. Now they're. That's a photographer. That's going the, on now. Member of the press. Now there's just a lot of violence erupting. Ben, back up, back up. All right, I don't know. Tear gas everywhere. We're going to get off to the side here. Oh, man, this thing's intense. This is like uh, this is like kind of an action movie. Oh, I know, yeah. All of a sudden, so, the cop comes <laughs> in the frame and bam. He bashes the shit out of that camera guy. And he doesn't stop either. I mean, he gives him a good whop in the stomach. <laughs> and, um, you know, starts fighting him. Now, this this particular video was in D.C., yeah. I don't I don't know 100%. It might have been from when the president was walking to do his like Bible photo op. Okay. And I know that there was that point they were like trying to clear a path. Um, what did you think? Of, hold on, before we go too far, what, what did you think <laughs> of that move? Uh, what did you think of? Because um, the circumstances, as far as I know, was, was, was the night before uh, is in fact when that church that he walked to was, was partially, thankfully it didn't burn down, but it was it, some, somebody broke the windows and, and threw like a Molotov mm-hmm. cocktail in there or something and, yeah. and lit it on fire. I think they also lit like a guardhouse out in the White House grounds. Uh, and I, and apparently they moved the president to the, to the underground bunker yeah. uh, the night before. And then this night they said, look, you know, you guys got to clear out. Uh, and then uh, in a way the, the president just showed, I, I don't know what you just a, a symbolic demonstration, at least that I'm out here, I'm not hiding. And, uh, and, uh, you know, walking to that church, which apparently is an old, old church that many presidents go to have been going yeah. to. So that it's at least a, na- a national landmark, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the same church that like, if you watch house of cards where they all go to and, oh, yeah. like, all the time, you know, it's probably that church that like all the, they go there and like all the politicians are there or whatever. Um, all the people on Capitol Hill. But um, what did you think of that? Because they just, they had to disperse the, 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 yeah, the police to whatever, move the crowd off. You know, I, I understand his gesture. Um, of what he was trying to do symbolically. I mean, if the president needs to go somewhere, you know, they, they clear a path for him that that's not just during riots. That's anytime. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just how it, how it is and how it's always been. <laughs> right. I know. Like, we just got to get a lot of right? on the street. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's, it's always going to happen. It might not be with a full team of SWAT uh, yeah. people, police and riot gear or whatever, but you know, regardless, you're not going to see the president walking to Starbucks to get a fucking latte. Yeah. Um, good point. 
Now there was accusations of tear gas, but apparently, it, it, rather than it was in fact smoke bombs, or at least there's so many to, accusations yeah. that are just you know what I mean. It, yeah. it's, what do you believe? I mean, I it's difficult to. to but was it at least good as an American citizen? Was it good to at least see the president get out there and and, and take a walk down the street the night before? I, I mean, it's just symbolically, love Trump, hate Trump, doesn't matter. Um, that you don't want your president in hiding, right? <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. But I mean, it's easy to walk out when you got surrounded by riot gear police you know what i mean <laughs> I, I i understand what he was trying to do with the bible but i'm so he did look kind of funny like sitting there holding it up like the way he it was, was kind like, of awkward with it just like <laughs> it was kind of funny you know i was like walking there I, I think people are making a big stink that like you know citizens got um i don't know if it was tear gas i'm i'm sure some citizens got hit right whether yeah. they were peaceful protests peaceful like uh protesting or not i think the big argument that i've heard is that um, you know, all this happened because of just a photo op. Um, right. Well, it'd be, well, yeah. I mean, of course it's a photo op. Yeah. <laughs> that's, literally, that's literally the point. <laughs> so I, I understand why he did it. I don't, right. I can't say if it was worth it or not, but. Yeah, it's you know. tough. It, it's really, and that's the thing, like uh, this whole situation is tough because what do you, how do you stop the, the violence in the streets uh, while still allowing peaceful protests? It's almost impossible because people are going to get caught up in the middle. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and if you, you know, if the cops back off, as we know, because they started backed off, that, that led to violence. And yeah. as they crack down, then, you know, some innocents get caught yeah. in the net. So it's yeah, very it's difficult. Uh, but that, that video of that camera guy getting hit, um, <laughs> <laughs> it brings up an interesting question. Like, does the freedom of, pr does, does the press have any kind of like any do they do you think they should get any kind of like privileges as far as like filming and things like that if it's an accredited network or or something you know what i mean i mean obviously anybody with a camera can say i'm the press you know what right. i mean so there'd have to be some way of identifying but i think in that video it was clear like the police were making a path Telling, you know, I don't know, maybe it was for the president. I don't, I'm not sure what they were making a path for. But you could see, you could see yeah. that camera guy just sitting there, like <laughs> off to the side, and the police were like making a path. And I mean, you could tell the camera guy wasn't prepared for it because when you've got those big shoulder mount rigs, you know, I mean, your eyes like this. And I can't imagine what that's got to feel like, like looking through the viewfinder, like, like making a shot and then all of a sudden just getting whacked in the stomach with a riot shield. And well, most of the, most of the comments I've seen on that were like, you know, you were you were told to move the move but you got the shot of a lifetime now oh, I yeah. mean, specifically specifically targeting i mean dan the first simple answer is yes the press should have uh, some protection however that doesn't give them blanket protection um yeah you know if it was if there was shooting say you don't just walk out with a camera right in the middle of the shooting and expect to not be hit right oh so, yeah 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 so if you're in a chaotic situation, unfortunately, um, it, it becomes sort of a fair game thing. Now, it, it, it's possible that the cops specifically targeted him for having a camera. I don't think that was necessarily the case. No, or no, just, no. Yeah. I, I don't think he specifically targeted him. Right, right. I think they were just on a case that we need to clear path. I don't care who is in my way. <laughs> right. You are moving. But, um, press or not. Yeah. yeah, press or not. Exactly. Um, yeah. It just brings up an interesting question is like, because my whole thing with the press is like, you know, you either hate the press, you love the press, it doesn't matter. But for me, like, there's a lot of people in the world, the press is what gives information to people that may, that don't yeah. have, you know, that aren't there, you know. Um, 
So, and the press, uh, sorry, just to jump in one sec, the, the press, the media, whatever you want to call them, uh, largely drives the, the, the national narrative about, you know, what's going on. I mean, yeah. this Floyd, this George Floyd thing could have, I mean, I'm not saying that you can necessarily bury it, but, you know, they could have just, just lightly reported on it and moved on to something deemed more important. Uh, but yeah. instead, the media is, it does focus on these stories uh, and it does and it does, you know, it, it puts that word out there and it begets, I think, you know, in a large way, um, getting people out there and protesting. So uh, the media is very powerful in that sense. So, um, yeah, uh, that's just what I want to say, because whatever they choose to focus on and amplify is what's going to get in your head and your attention and uh, maybe to do something to either support or oppose or whatever. Uh, Zach, I think we, I, I, I hope, um, and I think that we, 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 we successfully walked this tightrope, um, you know, just giving our thoughts here and not, hopefully not angering too many people. Well, I hope so. There's a lot of passion on both sides. I, I think at the end of the day, we're just trying to look, we just try to make sure every American citizen's rights in the constitution are upheld. Yeah. Right? At the end of the day, that that's what really matters, right? Absolutely. And we, we try to do our best to let you guys know what's, what's going on. And, you know, I was ranting a little bit about the media and, you know, it's true. And um, but, you know, we're I guess in a sense, we're kind of the media, too. Right. We, we, we have our own filters and our own things that we pay attention to and highlight. And uh, on this show, it's normally very stupid things, but uh, yeah. <laughs> on <occasion laughs> we'll talk the serious. I think at this point, no one can ignore what's going on, regardless of if we're being a bunch of idiots or not. We have to be adult we have to grow up and be adults for a little bit of the show. <laughs> absolutely and uh but it's good too to get um I, I think it might be comforting for others to hear uh maybe a, you know a couple of uh semi-normal guys uh you know kind of giving their thoughts and, and they're, they're probably feeling uh, the same things we're feeling yeah exactly all right so that's the end of the serious portion of this program let's move on to some other bs some, uh, but it's, you know, it's still it's a little bit angering. We're gonna move. We're gonna hit this first story here. I don't. Know if, I'm sure all of you are familiar with the Tiger King uh, docu series on Netflix, and uh, the, the news continues to float out of this. As we saw, of course, Joe, Joe Exotic is currently in prison, and uh, I believe tested positive for COVID nineteen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I did hear about that. Sorry, it took me a second <laughs> to like remember that he did. Yeah, poor fucking and guy, man. And then Carol Baskin out of the uh, out of my area, the Tampa area of uh, Big Cat Rescue here, she became essentially I don't want to call her public enemy number one, but her uh -huh. popularity dipped, dipped, dipped. I think I think unintentionally, but I don't think the docu series intended to have uh, this strong negative reaction that she received. What do you think of that? Oh, I don't know, man. She, I feel like she still has a pretty good fan base. All she ever talks about is her volunteers and her, you know, all those people <laughs> she's got on her, on her staff. Um, have you ever been to her zoo? I have not. And I will never, You'll never, never go. I, I would go. never get a dime of my money after seeing that, after seeing Tiger King. Oh yeah. I think would she's you, a weirdo. There's something oh, screwy going on with her. And what, uh, what about Joe exotics? Oh, well, not his zoo anymore. Uh, well, yeah, you know. that's our story. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go to it, Dave. I set it up for you. Story out of Tampa, Tampa Bay Times. Carol Baskin's Tampa Rescue granted ownership of Joe Exotic's former zoo. The zoo uh, featured in uh, the Oklahoma Zoo featured in the docu series is now Carol Baskin's. That that Carol Baskin. That bitch, <laughs> Carol Baskin's. <laughs> got it again. See, this stems from the uh, million dollar law, a copyright lawsuit uh, judgment against him, and uh, as the docu series showed. Tiger King showed he Joe was not very smart with his assets and he was constantly 
shifting ownership and uh, went in hands of, I think, his mother. And then this guy, Jeff Lowe, eventually got control of it. And the stipulation here yeah. is that the, the zoo must be emptied of all animals. And uh, Carol Baskin, well, now it's hers now. So she she really did win in the end, didn't she? She did win, man. That's just shows you like what happens when you got a good like law i'm pretty sure her wasn't i don't know it's been a while since i've seen it but wasn't her husband like the a lawyer or something wasn't he like i can't I'm not i don't sure. know if he was like her lawyer but it's i don't more know like her uh her toady and her servant um, yeah <laughs> it's more what I, I don't know well i guess it's just funny i guess it goes to show you that all the money she has to spend towards you know legal fees and all that you know we know oh, yeah. joe we know joe didn't have the money to fight her after that one episode, when he when uh, the the one caretaker uh, got bit by the tiger, and their arm was like dangling off from Emma, <laughs> what do you say? He's like, I'm never, I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> that was his first thought. Yeah, I guess. And then his the second not. thought was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, it's all about his bank account, and then. How do I make this look good for the cameras? And uh, where's my paramedic jacket? Yeah. Yeah. We could look. do a whole episode talking about, about <laughs> all the conspiracy theories about him from that show. <laughs> but we're not going to. We got enough no, to talk about. <laughs> but it is interesting to see how this story continues to evolve and it not really end. So Carol Bass is going to get the land. I'm not sure what she's going to do with it, but the animals have to be emptied. And uh, Jeff Lowe was building that other... Um, that other zoo in, uh, in in Oklahoma. So I guess he's going to move the animals to that place. I don't know if that one's completed or yeah. not yet. But uh, so that... <laughs> what the hell is going on in Oklahoma? <laughs> and uh, I love how this, this story ends. It says, uh, 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 Polk was the same judge who presided over Joe Exotic's criminal case. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Joe, yeah. I, I bet you'd I know, love to hear Joe's thought on this judge. Uh, it says, the zookeeper was sentenced in January uh, to 22 years in prison for paying a hitman $3,000 to kill Baskin and for shooting five tigers at the Oklahoma Zoo. The hit was never carried out. Exactly. <laughs> it was never a serious, it was never a serious uh, a, a plot, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, they. I don't. I can't remember them really going into it that much in the show about like whatever happened with it. Like it didn't. Ha it just never yeah. happened. It, it was basically an off. It was an off. Uh, it wasn't even off the cuff comment. It was. Uh, it was a one of the workers who hated Joe said that Joe offered him money, and yeah, the cops just believed it and they prosecuted him and he got convicted. <laughs> it seemed to be like on the thinnest of, of evidence. Yeah. But it was enough to get him. Uh, Maybe the cops just wanted to get fucking Joe out of there. They had enough problems dealing with that zoo, and they were like, you know what? Let's just uh, let's, let's just get, get rid of this guy. Yeah, too much of a problem. Get rid of this guy. All right. Well, that, that's all we had on that. I want to move on to something else. You know, as, as the world burns, as 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 we're still afraid of the coronavirus, now we have to deal with a menace of monkeys. This one comes from uh, RealHealthyNews.com. Uh, monkeys steal coronavirus <laughs> blood samples. Let's <laughs> start. A troop of monkeys in India attacked a medical official and snatched away blood samples of patients who had tested positive for the novel coronavirus. Authority says this is utter insanity. <laughs> Those little fuckers, man. They're stealing all <laughs> kinds of shit. You ever watch videos on YouTube of like people that go to those temples out in like Asia? Yeah. And, like there, there was one video where this woman was sitting on this nice like balcony with the ice cream cone, just sitting there looking out to this nice like Asian, you know, landscape, and a yeah. fucking monkey swoops down and grabs it out of her hands <laughs> and walks away with it. Those well, fuckers, I'm not sure man. what episode it was. Maybe it might have been episode five or six where we had that one video of the monkey who rode in on a bicycle and grabbed the kid. Remember that crap? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're nasty little fucking things, man. 
Oh, uh, well, good here. Good news here. There's no evidence found that monkeys can contract the infection. Well, you know, well, great. But, you know, what if there's an evil plot here where they're going to steal the vials and then try to infect other people in some sort of a monkey terror plot? Yeah. So there's a meme going around the internet called Birds Aren't Real. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it? No. So there's this cool conspiracy thing going on. It's, it's, it's pretty much a joke, but I'm... I'm Can you put I'm, it up? Is, this, is it like one yeah. picture or... Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I'll put it up now. But um, it's just kind of like conspiracy theory. But ha- I, I, I hope it's just a joke. Okay. But honestly, there's got to be some people out to believe that like the birds, there's birds aren't real. They're actually robots that are spying on all of us. <laughs> right. They're like, they got like microchips in their heads and that's, you know, okay. um, so it, it like, I, I went really deep into today. It, one day it was like, I forgot which president it was, but he like killed all the birds in America and replaced them all with like robots that would spy on us like at some point i forgot when who it was or well i mean we've all seen like dead birds sorry we've all seen like dead birds on the on the highway or on the on the road and it, you know i came across one not very long i don't it didn't appear to be a robot to yeah me. i don't know um maybe that's what's going on with the monkeys maybe like china or someone else had or or whoever is is like stealing these blood samples because they're trying to get evidence for the corona cure and they're you know what i mean it's actually like robot monkeys Birds aren't real. Wow. Now, this would be interesting because we saw um, uh, maybe an episode or two ago about the, the, the robot dog clearing the, clearing the park, and I believe it was Singapore yeah, uh, or South Korea. I'm not sure which. But and we've seen these things, and it, it, it's the Black Mirror thing, right? So maybe, yeah. maybe the real way to take over the world isn't with something so obvious like that. Maybe it's supported in some kind of a, what appears to be animal skin or feathers in, yeah. in either case. I don't know, man. <laughs> It is interesting though because I did see while we're uh, while we're on this is I, I was watching um, maybe it was Cosmos I think uh, the TV show and it was it was talking about um, it, it, like like insects right we assume yeah. they're like mindless creatures but uh, in a sense they are sort of like robots right they're except they have like a an organic skeleton but they they just sort of move along on instinct which which you would essentially call programming in a way so what's what's the real difference are they they're you know they're essentially organic robots organic like robots something yeah. like that you know yeah i don't know man it makes sense though they definitely have a <laughs> conscience you know what i mean like every time you like see a squirrel like just standing in the middle of the road like I, yeah. that's not an insect but you know it's you know, not that much step above <laughs> I mean, just like me, I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to deny that I have, you know, certain responses to things that are sometimes beyond my control. You know, it's just, you just kind of have your reaction. Yeah. You ever drive Dave and like, and like you get to where you're going and you, you get there and you're like, I don't remember driving the last time. So that, that happens sometimes, but they, you functionally like awake and driving. You know, so. I believe they call that Alzheimer's. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Uh, well, Zach, on the, on the topic of uh, COVID-19, we've got another story from realhealthynews.com. And, um, and well, well, just, just to be clear, the, the BS here with the monkeys, right? I mean, this, uh, that's sort of self-explanatory, right? This is absolute oh, yeah. bullshit. With this. Yeah. You've got to worry about this crap, a troop of monkeys stealing shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, BS here um, on this, this story from Real Healthy News. Well, I'm just going to call this fear-mongering BS. Uh, just can you catch COVID-19 from delivered packages? Uh, this is a story from uh, coming out of South Korea. Uh, it says an outbreak of COVID-19 at a logistics center run by uh, one of the largest online shopping companies has raised concerns whether the virus can be transmitted by delivering packages and i i mean we've been over this yeah you got to stop with this whole thing the virus can survive and of course and if you scroll down here there's been no 
No precedent of a global transmission so far from delivered packages. However, our favorite organizations act, the World Health Organization, uh, told us of how COVID could persist for up to 24 hours on cardboard and 72 hours on plastic and stainless steel, which, as I have explained before, caused me to nearly break my mind with fear (laughs) of getting infected from surfaces. I can't say I haven't been scared about that even before the article. There was like a story a while ago about Amazon. Someone at the Amazon like warehouse got COVID-19. This was like at the start of it all. And it was like, well, fuck, how many people in the country order from Amazon? Like all I had to do was do a little cough into the box and, you know, it's getting sent all across the world. You know, how many packages did this one employee put together to send out a day? Um, I can't say I, I personally haven't been scared, but at the same time, in the back of your head, you know, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah, because... Right. By now, with, with home, how many people have been in their homes, not going out over that, especially that period of, well, maybe we'll just call it, you know, most of April, yeah. uh, where basically no one really left to do anything. We were all getting, we were all getting stuff in from the outside constantly, getting packages. And of course, you know, groceries, all this stuff. And there really doesn't seem to be any evidence that people get sick this way. It's really yeah. about essentially being in a room with someone who sneezes or coughs the droplets that land yeah. on you and then, you know, get in your face. This package stuff needs to stop. This is fear mongering and I'm tired of it. <laughs> we got enough to fucking worry about people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, you know, it's basically raising a fear that I've, you know, that we're, you know, we're hopefully getting past and now they're bringing it up again, which just ticks me off. Yeah. Uh, next item here, speaking of who, here we go again. The who says masks aren't necessary. <laughs> oh, screw you. Yeah, yeah. You wait till this point to tell us that. <laughs> screw you. Jesus. Uh, so here we go. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a quote here. Uh, this, this story comes from informedamerican.com. If you don't have any symptom, respiratory symptoms such as fever, enough of a runny nose, you don't need to wear a mask. Masks should only be used by healthcare workers, caretakers, or by people who are sick with symptoms of fever and cough. Bullshit. I'm calling absolute bullshit on this. I'm not worried about the packages. As we just talked about, it's about transmission from droplets. We know this stuff already. Now they're telling us not to wear, They first said, don't wear the mask. not going to matter. Then they said, oh, crap, we all need to wear a mask. And now don't wear a mask. Yeah. Bullshit. I, I, I'm, I'm never going to listen to these people ever again. <laughs> That's what it seems like. It, you know, it's, it's almost like, don't wear a mask. Well, better safe than sorry. Now, like, well, definitely don't wear a mask. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Stop. Yeah. You people don't know what's going on. You've never known what's going on. All, and I, I, you're just basically illegitimate. Yeah. yeah. All, the, all the people in the country that have been fighting wearing a mask are like, I fucking told you, people, <laughs> you don't need to wear a mask. <laughs> Here's a quote from our uh, Dr. Fauci. Our St. Fauci says, I, I want to protect myself and others by, by wearing a mask. And also because I want to make it a symbol for people to see this the kind of thing you should be doing. So it's basically double speak. Uh, we don't need it, but I wear one. I don't you get just stop. Stop giving yeah. advice. Just yeah. stop altogether. Yeah, I'm still going to wear one, I think. I am too. I, yeah. I think it's smart. I think. Yeah. I, um, yeah. The way I've always felt about it, and you know, I think a lot of other people feel about it too, is like, at the end of the day, if I wear a mask and I don't have corona or no one else around me has corona, then like the worst that happens is I had to wear a mask. It's yeah, it's a, little, it's a little uncomfortable and but, a little itchy. But I'm not wearing a mask and someone around me has corona, and I get it, then that's, that's a big fucking no-no. You know what I mean? That sucks. So I'd rather just avoid the whole situation together and be safe and sorry and wear a mask. 
my my theory as a amateur ep- epidemiologist is that uh, if we all wore masks from the beginning, any kind of a mask doesn't have to be N95, uh, which you can learn how to make on your own by going to our YouTube channel, uh, or you know any version of that. Could it just be a bandana? Anything? If if we had like say 90 to 100 percent rates of everyone just wearing masks. We could have just lived our lives that way. No one would have to stay home. We don't have to even worry about the testing. I think everyone, mass wearing of masks, we could have knocked this thing out in a month and we wouldn't have had to lock down the economy. That's my theory. And this, don't wear it, wear it. No, don't wear it. And well, now we're going to worry about the packages again. It's all nonsense. Yeah. It's all nonsense. What do you think of my theory? How far off am I? I think you're spot on. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> Well, I should be doing the press conferences with Trump. That's you should. I, forget Fauci. Yeah, get that fucker out of there. Get Dave in there. <laughs> Dave okay for uh <laughs> Dave okay for Corona Task Force. First, yeah. uh, top advisor of all things. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all right, that's enough of the COVID. We've got a great one here from the New York Post. Boy, let's Black Widow bite him. <laughs> I don't like calling little kids uh, fucking idiots, but come on now. I can't, I can't even get to this headline. Boys let Black Widow bite them in the hopes of turning into Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The funniest thing more. is like there's three ages in there. What are the ages, Dave? Uh, got got 12, them. 10, and 8. Uh, these, 12, these, 10, and 8. Yeah. They come from uh, Bolivia. Uh, they said they found uh, the spider while herding goats in Chayata. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what, what I'm reading here. Uh, thinking it would give them superhero powers, they prodded it with a stick until it beat, bit each of them and in, in turn, said the official, uh, finding them crying. The mom rushed into a nearby hospital. Uh, no word yet if they've developed superpowers. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's worth, hopefully they did and they got something out of this, right? 12 years well, old, you're old enough to know a fucking Black Widow spider is not going to give you superpowers. Yeah, I mean. 12 years old. So they, what else did they what else do they believe in? Santa Claus? What else? Well, Santa Claus is real, Dave. So now you just look silly. True. Um, I'm the idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so um, is is a bullshit here? The Bolivian education system, or that's yeah, yeah. You pinpoint it. That's the bullshit <laughs> that these kids are, are believing that the Avengers are real. Oh goodness. Uh, this says uh, the venom is 15 times stronger than that of a rattlesnake. I fucking hate. I'm. I don't even. Okay. I I don't know. Black widows are in this region of the united states that i live in or not but they scare the hell out of me yeah they look, they look they look terrifying man they got that big body yeah and that red like yeah thing on, the bottom on their on their ass it's it's they're frightening uh kind of like the big spider uh shelob from uh lord of the rings if you're, if you're yeah if you're, it kind of looks exactly. like a giant yeah. black widow <laughs> i want to get that one frodo guy yeah <laughs> <With that one. laughs> Uh, that was bullshit for for him. Uh, yeah, I got to deal with the spider now. Why are you taking this fucking ring up to this mountain? <laughs> I already got to go hiking. I already got to go hiking in my bare feet. <laughs> now I got to deal with spiders. <laughs> How about that, Frodo? Frodo Baggins BS podcast. Yeah, <laughs> his journey to Mordor. <laughs> Baggins BS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, now, this says, uh, the good news here, Zach, uh, is it says uh, these spiders are not aggressive and only bite in self-defense, including what it seems to be uh, when prodded by young superhero fans. Yeah. I don't know if I really believe that. I mean, I think they were like, 
I mean, it's on them, right? I'm assuming it's it's just biting them. I mean, it, what, how much prodding would you really want to do? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. There was there there was an episode of House. Like when I read this article, I don't know if you've ever watched the show House. MD. I haven't. Yeah. Okay. There's an episode. It's about this doctor that does all this crazy bullshit to try to yeah. diagnose people. And there was this one where they they had these bugs. They couldn't test the patient for whatever reason, so they had all these the bugs and like let's let the bugs bite them, and then then we'll test the bugs. That was like their genius way to figure out how to test them. Okay. But they had these bugs in this jar, and they just put it on the person's skin. Yeah, that's what I imagine these kids doing, like with this black widow, like catching it in the <laughs> yeah, jar okay. and just like putting it on their arm, and like you know what I mean. At that point, the black widow's probably like, I need to get out of this fucking jar, and it starts biting them. Yeah. Okay. So that that oh, that's that's just so stupid. But uh, yeah. you can imagine putting a black widow on you and just poking it with a stick. You know what I mean? I don't know. Imagine thinking it would turn you into Spider Man. Yeah. See, I mean, I imagine that kid in his room just being like, ah, not yet, <laughs> oh, not yet. <laughs> well, don't they know that uh, it had to, this has to be a radioactive spider, not just a generic black widow? I mean, come maybe on, they've guys. never seen a black widow before. Okay. And they saw it and were like, that's a nasty looking spider. I bet that thing's been around around, around one too many uh, nuclear uh, meltdowns. They're like, I bet you this is the one. Yeah. This it is the is. one. This isn't the first time they've let a spider bite them. <laughs> They're like, this is going to be the one. Look at this fucking thing. This is the one. <laughs> He's got like spider mics, spider bites all down his arm because they've oh, like, done it more than once. <laughs> Well, Zach, that is enough BS. I can't handle any more for this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> We're absolutely. We cut it. We had to cut it down. There's so yeah, much BS in the world. Normally, we do ten <laughs> stories, and we we got into such a, a discussion about everything going on in the world that we yeah. just had to. We had a few bullshit stories, and now we're we're just like zombies at this point. Is it is it bullshit that we had to make room for the story about the world burning or <laughs> no no comment on that one. <laughs> uh, it is important stuff, and I hope you all enjoyed this show. And uh, and and if you did, I, please uh, please subscribe to this channel. It will help us out a lot. And hit the like button. Also, comment below all the stuff we've been talking about. Share your thoughts. I'd love to have a conversation where we talk the ridiculous, the absurd, and yes, the bullshit, Zach. I'd love everyone to head over to informedamerican.com. Uh, but if you guys were paying attention to some of the story sources, or there was a new one out here called realhealthynews.com. Zach, I think everyone should go over there as well, right? Oh, yeah. So uh, in our you know dealings of Informed American, we noticed that uh, our health articles are getting a lot of traction. People yeah. seem to really be enjoying that content. So we decided that it was good enough that we're going to make it a whole standalone website. So if you go to realhealthynews.com, yeah. that's where you can get all of our health-related, uh, unbiased, unfiltered news. Absolutely, and you can get uh, both uh, from uh, you can get stories from both websites, informedamerican.com and Real Healthy News, in your inbox every day by heading on over to both of those sites and signing up with your email. And then that way, you don't even have to worry about going up to the site. You're going to get it right in your inbox, and uh, to get you could be, be you're basically the first one in line to getting uh, these stories ahead of everyone else and uh, paying attention. And you can get new notifications about when uh, your favorite two podcasters are posting an episode. <laughs> All right, for Zach, I'm Dave, and I just, I've had enough of this bullshit. You've been listening to the BS Podcast with Dave and Zach, part of the Informed American Radio Network. Please like and subscribe today in order to get fresh new weekly episodes. Please send us your BS stories to info at informedamerican.com. The world is hard enough. And
now we gotta deal with this boss. 